Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, Kramer. I am calling because I would love to hear um, more details, some of the juicy things we don't know about um, the time you asked Gina out on a date. I think that question was probably one of the most asked about when I was actually at Channel 933. Like, what was going on with that? Was that real? Was that staged? What's the truth? Well, you're going to find out today on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast, okay? Welcome. My name is Steve Kramer. Glad you're here. It's a podcast to do with my mom because she's awesome. She's got the best words of wisdom, but then it kind of goes on its own. <laughs> you'll see today. It's going to take weird turns as we go through today's show, but thank you for being here. Hopefully, you'll subscribe and you'll leave a good review, and I'll introduce you to my mom. This is Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I made a grave mistake that I told myself I wasn't going to do, but I... Was hoping for the best, but the outcome came out much worse than I thought it was going to. You ever had a decision like that where you're like, I'm just going to like just know the truth and then it's not going to be as bad as I think it's going to be, but at least I'll have the peace of mind that it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be? Yeah. I, I decided to step on the scale <gasps> on, was it Friday or Saturday? One of the days we didn't record. And I really, I, I had a friend that's like, I don't think that you've, gained as much weight as you think you have and i'm like i i think i have i think i have uh -oh. I, so if you listen to episode number a i don't remember one of the first ones though we did an episode called quarantine 15 mm -hmm. and that was would have been the early either late march or early april and i said i was 186 now my comfort zone i mean it's been when I was like really like, like after my divorce, I was really working out like five days a week minimum. I was eating pretty healthy, but that's all gone to shit. So <laughs> I <laughs> like we already saw I, I gained about 10 pounds in those first two months. And I was like, well, maybe I'm not as bad as I think. Maybe I'm just like holding steady right you now. Mean you gained you know? 10 pounds in the first two weeks of quarantine? No, because I've really considered my quarantine beginning on January 15th. Because oh. I was pretty much at home, depressed, eating like shit, not um, in my normal schedule, not my normal routine. That's the day I got let go. So oh, yeah. Gotcha. I've been at this a lot longer than you guys have. So <laughs> <laughs> anyone complaining that you're bored at home, just <laughs> you're coming to the wrong, the wrong show right now. Um, so I was like, okay, let me just step on the scale. And I, I knew that like I've been doing really bad. Like with eating, I've been doing really bad. It's not like I've been eating bad like I was before, but I've been like slipping on sugar and sugar for me is like the <gasps> worst. No, you can't have sugar. <sighs> I know. So I, uh, I stepped on the scale as of Friday or Saturday and I'm at 195 pounds. <gasps> no. So I've gained like well, I don't know because I didn't really weigh myself much there towards like the end of the because I went through the holidays, right? So I kind of had some of that post holiday, but I, I'm pretty sure I was probably around 180 ish. Then I gained mm -hmm. six pounds and I've gained 10 more pounds in the last two months. That's five pounds a month. That's like not okay. Like, <laughs> it's not okay. But I saw not you good. in March. I saw you in March at yeah, Maggie's engagement was... party and you did not look heavy. Well, I mean, I obviously had weighed myself by the end of that month and had gained, you know, at least five pounds at this point. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I just know that I, I saw a picture of myself a couple of days ago and I was like, ugh, ugh. I just don't know how people 
<laughs> and there are some people, some of you guys are really good. Actually, I should talk to Hula this week because Hula, you know, has come on the show a couple of times, another radio person here in San Diego. Yes. And he ended up losing, I'll have him give the big reveal, but I mean like a shit ton of weight during mm-hmm. all this, mm-hmm. like a shit ton of weight. And I, I just do not have the discipline. If I'm not in a schedule mm-hmm. of like waking up and going into something and like not having, I mean, b- and being an emotional eater on top of that. I just don't have the <laughs> discipline. And right now I'm getting into that really bad habit. And God bless you if you're not one of these people. I don't know this life, but people that can eat like like a normal serving size of food and be <laughs> satisfied, I Instead applaud. of four? <laughs> yeah. Like to me, if it's there and it's good, I'm probably going to eat all of it. Like, I never in my life have I ever put like a bag of snacks away. I don't think. I don't think I've ever been like, all right, that was that was a good seven tortilla chips, mm-hmm. and now I can like put this away for the for the time. I'm good. I just, mm-hmm. uh, and then it goes back into like the like the hating myself. Like now I'm in that that, that hatred mode. That like, oh, I'm so fat. Ew, I'm so this. No, I'm so bad. I'm so no, 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 no. But you're working out. Mom, it's not mu- it's not muscle. It's not muscle. <laughs> it's not muscle. It's not. Okay, well so, you're just well, Hula has a weight loss challenge, right? Well, he he just he's good. I got to talk to him this week. We got to bring him on here cuz I just Maybe I don't you know need how. to join his the weight loss challenge. People that can do that and you can like work out right now. I've got a bunch of friends that actually look better now than they did going into quarantine. I'm like, how are you? Do- I know we got more time, but like, how in the world are you doing this? <laughs> I just you know, get my life I have finally, I think I have finally taught your dad to like take the chips out of the bag, take 14 chips if that's a serving, put it on your plate, put the bag away instead of eating the whole bag. He's doing much, much better with that. But see, I don't have anybody here to like look over my shoulder. That's <laughs> so, true. It's like one thing. That, that's the worst part of being single. Disciplined. Single people tell me this is true. And I don't know if it's just a me thing where I'm like, if there's no one here to watch, I'm probably gonna wild out a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm my house isn't like it's not clean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like my uh I, I don't eat great. I'm I'm just I've really gotta like get myself back on track. So I'm starting and I'll say this officially because if I say it then I have to do it. Like I'm cutting out any type of sugar, desserts, gummy bears, ice creams, cakes, anything like that, any kind of like excess sugar. Mm-hmm. For me, that's a good place to start because I don't eat terrible. I'm not a bad eater, right? right. I just eat a lot. Like if it's there, I'm just going to eat all of it. So I'm just going to have a step one, cutting out sugar again. It'll take me like two weeks to really like get that out of my system and I'll be fine. And then I'll start working on like chips and everything else. My mom has a friend that's trying to listen to the podcast and can't quite figure <laughs> it out. Now, my mom is obviously in her 60s and um, a lot of our family friends listen to the podcast. No one's really calling from our family anymore, though. I haven't really heard anybody like family friends call in. Um, I think that the newness is worn off on it. Um but you've got a friend that was trying to figure out how to listen. Is that what happened? So this is one of my dearest friends from Rainbow Village, Johnny. Oh my gosh, I just love this man. And I called to catch up with him a week or so ago. And he was like, so what's going on? I said, well, I'm doing a podcast with Stephen. And he goes, a what? 
So I explained to him what a podcast was. He says, oh, and I can listen to that every day? I said, well, five days a week. It might be fun you know, for you to listen to. That'd be great if you could join in. And he goes, okay, how do I do it? And I was like, uh-oh, here we go. So I was like, okay, well, you get the Apple podcast app. And he was like, PD, that's his son. Come here and ask ask her how to do this. <laughs> so PD, who is, I don't know, PD must be, oh my God, mid, late 20s. And so I said, okay, it's certified mama's boy. And he goes, okay, do I get a podcast app? And I was like, uh-oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you don't so, even know how to explain it to him? <laughs> so I tried to explain it to him, and he said he had it. So now I need to call my friend Johnny back and say, hey, are you listening to the podcast? How are you feeling today compared to a week ago when it comes to all the, the race and the rioting and all that? I am feeling more optimistic because now – Mayors of cities and governors are starting to look at the police and their regulations and their training. And I'm very excited about that because I think that's a very positive step. Um, I just hope that, you know, it doesn't wear off. I asked the question on, I'll read through some of these really quick. I asked the question on my Instagram. I said, What have you learned this week? Because I do feel like, as this is probably one of the more monumental weeks I can remember in my lifetime mm-hmm. um, of like change and like just progression and people mm-hmm. wanting to wanting to learn and to uh, be a part of something bigger, right? Yeah. So I, here's some of the responses from you guys that I got. Uh, what have you learned this week? I learned the difference between anti-racist and not racist, which mm-hmm. that was a really big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you learned this week? To shut up and listen. Which oh, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, even when we think we're doing what's right, we can always do more and do better. It's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've learned not to um I learned not to let being uncomfortable stop me from learning or having hard conversations. I know that's the truth. Oh yeah. I know yes. that's I mean, I feel like a lot of our issues <laughs> stem from not wanting to upset someone or, or sound ignorant. And I, I get it. I mean, cause I right. felt the same way, you know, yes. and I'm thankful to have people like Miguel in my life that can mm-hmm. kind of walk me through some of these things. And the uh, last two, is, and the last two ask my moms were about that, that very yeah, thing. Same thing. How do we have we conversations in our homes with our families and in our workplaces? How do we have those meaningful conversations to bring about change? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's okay. Uh, what have you learned this week? Uh, I, I think that we are all on the cusp of, of a meaningful change, which mm-hmm. I agree. That things have got to get bad to get better. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm not as supportive as I thought I was. Accepting is not the same as supporting. Oh. Yeah. That's big. That's good. Um, that being quiet means that I'm being part of the problem. I agree. Yeah. Uh, to listen to those who need to be heard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. I think that's even like a, a big realization. Huge. You Huge. know? Huge. That's a great uh, acknowledgement of self. I learned unity this week. Mm-hmm. And I learned that many in my family are quite racist. 
Cool. I mean, I think we probably saw a lot of that too. You know, I'm not with my family a lot, so I don't, uh, I don't have to deal with that as much, hmm. but I can only imagine like how some of these conversations must have sounded over the last week with your families, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, tough um, conversations. That I have an impactful voice, which that's true. Yes. Um, having conversation work better than any amount of post. And that's oh, true. Oh, yes. We need to spread love uh, mm. like we never had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I have amazing friends with a brain and a voice. Mm. Uh, the history and too many sad things that were in it that I didn't know about. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, just a quick side tangent. I watched uh, 13th. I had a lot of people recommend that I watch 13th on Netflix. Mom, have you watched that? No. You should watch it. It's okay. um, it's about the Thirteenth Amendment, uh-huh. and basically, how ever since slavery has been abolished, there's been another system put in place, not called slavery, mm-hmm. that has been kind of set up to be a disadvantage to the the black culture. Mm-hmm. And it was really eye opening. It was super eye something that I pr- probably wouldn't have watched mm-hmm. without this time and realizing mm-hmm. how my, how ignorant I can be. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. You should, you should watch it and give me, uh, give me your thoughts. I will. Um, we can keep going through some of these, but you get the point. I just, there was a lot of positive Instagram posts or, or responses that I think a lot of people are starting to wake up on the issue, including myself, including people that listen to this podcast. I mean, with all the positive stuff that we've heard over here, it's been, it's been really good. I, I, I am curious to see how it's all going to turn out because I think the women's movement was cool and the me too movement uh, do I think it changed anything? Um, I think it brought a lot of skeletons out of the closet. Definitely. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Time will tell. Time yes. will tell. Um, yes. time will tell. So, but I was, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it was, it was a really good, I didn't feel, and I don't know about you. I didn't really watch the news a ton this weekend, mm-hmm. but here in San Diego, there weren't any like, riots there were a lot of protests but peaceful protests and not a lot of rioting yes. and like the anger we felt the week before but more people like coming together in like a positive way i you know i just thought of a quote okay from albert einstein who mm-hmm. said any fool can know the point is to understand yeah right and I think that's what we're all kind of going through i think that's we've all known this we have known it yeah. Even though we wouldn't talk about it, but we've known it. Now we know it. Now we have to understand it. That's right. So that we that's can right. move forward in a positive way for everyone. It's a great week. It's going to be mm-hmm. a good week. Let's all have a good, positive, loving, accept loving acceptance and embracing one another kind of week. Yep. Okay. I agree. Okay. Love you forever. Okay. Before we get to the Monday cheese may, I want to catch up with a conversation we started on Friday show, which was about a friend of mine who lives over in Phoenix and she just had a baby a little while ago and she had her friends come over to watch the birthing video, like the baby coming out of her. And it was like a celebrated thing. And I had like such a hard time of trying to figure out like, is that a thing? Like do, uh, do most women, cause I'd never heard of this before. Do most women have these birthing 
type parties where you invite your friends over and like pop some popcorn and turn on the you know the the big screen tv and watch the 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 child come out of you and uh i want to get to some of your calls hi kramer melissa from santi no i have not had a birthing video party however my husband was deployed to iraq when we had our daughter and my lovely neighbor was such a support for me. Uh, We were living in Hawaii, so I wasn't close to home or family. And she went to the hospital with me and she recorded the birth of our daughter. They didn't let her record from the too hot area. But um, when the doctor came, when the nurse came in and said, I'm going to go get the doctor, don't push. She did go to that area and I did push just to see if I could see the head of my daughter come out and we were both surprised that we actually did see that and yeah it's um i sent the video to my husband over in iraq and i still to this day our daughter's 11 i don't think he's ever watched it <laughs> i think he's too terrified love you forever bye hey kramer lisa from atlanta i am a certified fan Woo! all right this birth and video business Hell to know that is not normal. Not normal at all. I remember before my daughter was born, people were asking me, oh, Lisa, are you going to video it? I said, no. I said, what am I going to do with it? Show it at cocktail parties? No. I, uh, when I had my daughter, the, the mirror for a second, and then I was like, well, that's enough. That's enough. So, No. I would not, much to love my girlfriends and their children, I don't want to see that. Like, that's a family personal thing. <laughs> so even going through my Instagram, uh, most people were saying that, no, it's not a normal thing, that, like, you shouldn't go watch, uh, or they don't go watch their their friends having children come out of them. Um but I, there's a couple people that are just passionate about it, that just love childbirth that much, they could watch it all day. And I'm like, wow, that is... That is something. Now, I had an idea that I want to run by you for later on this week, and you tell me your feedback on this, okay? Since I I have never, I'm not a parent, never had a kid before. Uh, I don't know much about childbirth at all. I was considering watching a childbirth video, like live on the podcast, and then giving my feedback, because I feel like I can't really comment on it if I haven't done it myself. So uh, if you think that's totally weird, let me know. But I think later on this week, I'm going to, and I don't even, I, I typed in birthing videos, but most of them have been like YouTube videos of how to give birth. I mean, I'm talking, I want to see the whole experience. Like, like if I'm going to comment on it, like I just feel it's like giving me anxiety even thinking about it. Um, so let me, let me, let me know, like, should we, should we watch a birthing video? Would that give me a different perspective of it? Do you think if I were to sit here and obviously it's not my child, but will it give me a different perspective of the birthing process? If I actually see a woman go through it and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about it later on this week. I just gotta find, I don't even know where to find that. Like, what do I Google? Like vagina shown birthing video? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, we'll come back later on this week and discuss it. Okay, so yeah, I asked my old co, my ex co, old shouldn't call her old, uh, 
my ex-co-host on a date and it caused a lot of controversy uh, a lot of buzz in town and there's a whole big story behind it and i'll give it to you next on the monday cheese may here on the certified mama's boy podcast this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. All right, before Monday Cheese May, I want to give a shout out to a couple of our newest certified fans. These are you guys that say, hey, this podcast is important to me and I want to support it. And I am so grateful for that. We launched it a little less than a week ago and it's your way to get some bonus perks and financially support the show. Even though this month, every dollar that we make from the fan club is going to go to Black Lives Matter. And so you're really like, it's really like a win-win for everybody, truly. So if you want to be a part of this, and we've got a bonus episode coming out this week that you guys will get first before anybody else. And so if you want to become a certified fan, all you got to do is go to certifiedmamasboy.com. And click on fans and just just uh, show your support. Or go down the show notes and it's listed right there. Just click on start, become a certified fan. Boop. Uh, shout out, though, to uh, Julia from San Diego. My Aunt Charlene has joined. That's my, uh, my dad's sister. So hi, Aunt Charlene. I appreciate that. Uh, Beatrice from San Diego. We've got Dulcina, who is from Mesa, Arizona. Hi. I appreciate it. Let's see. I'm just trying to look around, too. Uh, Chula Vista, Maureen Page. Thank you. Thank you for becoming a certified fan. And Gabby and uh, Candy and uh, Dante, like just anybody that's taking the time and the financial support. And thank you for giving to Black Lives Matter, too, because it's a really, really important organization. Certifiedmamasboy.com and then click on fans or go down the show notes. And thank you again to everyone that has become a certified fan of the show. All right. Monday Cheese May. So in case you're new... Chisme is Spanish for gossip. And the reason I even learned that word is because when I got to San Diego, my ex-co-host Gina said, hey, you're a chismoso. And I was like, huh? She's like, that's the person that like always needs the gossip. Like just thrives on like, you know, the person in the office like, oh my God, did you hear? Uh, that was totally me. So what we did was we came up with a, and ever since then I've fallen in love with the term because I think it's fantastic. Uh, a chismoso or chisme is just, it, it's even better to me than the word gossip because gossip doesn't like hit the same way. It doesn't like have slap the same way that, <laughs> that chisme does. So I've fallen in love with the word. I have now recreated it on this podcast because it was a segment that I did on the radio for a while. Now I'm doing it on the podcast and it's called Monday Chisme. Now, what we're going to talk about today is if you listen to my radio show in San Diego, there was a point where I actually asked my ex-co-host Gina out on a date, and it actually started from this voicemail. 
Hi, Kramer. I am calling because I would love to hear um, more details, some of the juicy things we don't know about um, the time you asked Gina out on a date. And I want to know if I need the deets. I need the deets. So I want to know if it was staged in any way by the channel to get ratings or anything along those lines or if it was completely authentic and if there were details in that story that were not able to be said at the time on the air. Um, But I feel like that would be a very fun um, Monday cheesement or like even a dating disaster um, episode. So I would love to know the details. All righty. Thank you. I love you. Please keep it up. Love your mom. Love the podcast. Please don't stop anytime soon. Love you. Bye. Well, thank you for the call. Um, Yeah, let me take you back to this whole entire story. The radio station rarely had say in what we put on the air. That was 100. Well, I don't want that's not true. Anytime we had to promote like a music festival or the app or uh, something like that, that was that was like them. Um, But most of the time, I would say the content was pretty much whatever we wanted. They kind of left us alone to create the content we wanted to. So honestly, here was where this whole thing came in. Let me give you a backstory really quick for me to just catch you up really quick is I got divorced, right? Took some time off, started dating this girl. It was just not the right time. We split off. I started then publicly dating because the other girl I was really quiet about. Boom. I was like, okay, in radio, there's things called like a character profile. And it's like something that like, if I were to ask you, Hey, tell me about Kramer. You would need to shout back pretty fast, uh, like certain things, because that's what we need you to know. Like uh, when I was married, like everyone would say like married. And so I had to change that perception and I had to do it pretty quick. And so I focused a lot of stories on dating because I needed to like flush through that system, even though people that listen religiously, if you listen to this podcast, you're probably a fan. So you knew about my divorce, but there's a lot of people that listen passively to the radio and had no idea that I was divorced. And considering we would play eight songs an hour and really only talk about 12 to 15 minutes out of the hour, there's a lot of chance that people aren't going to know that I got divorced. So I had to keep bringing up a lot of stories about like dating, 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 anywhere that I can. Here's the problem is that I told you that I was casually dating multiple women. And so if I told dating stories, the other about one, then the other ones would be like, wait, what? Tell me about that. It became really problematic as I'm sure you can imagine. Right. And I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to say. So I I had the sexy senorita situation, right? Where I knew that I wanted to date a Latin girl and I I took her out and there was, I, you have to go back and listen to the episode if you want to catch up on that situation. But now here I am and I'm like, damn it. I don't want to have to like, I need to keep t- dating, t- uh, telling dating stories, but I don't want to like bring a new character in, you know, because sexy senorita was kind of like the quote unquote character that you got to know. But I don't, there's like nobody that I really want to tell a story about like that because I don't really feel comfortable that this is going to be a thing long enough. So I said, okay, I got this idea. I said, I am going to ask Gina out on a date. 
Now, I never told her I was going to do this. I just kind of for probably a few days beforehand said, hey, listen, on Monday's show or whatever, I am going to um, – I got something big. I'm, I need to uh, – the show is going to change or something. The show is t- definitely going to change come Monday. We will never be the same again, just being dramatic per usual. And, um, and then I literally – I just tossed it to her. I was like, hey, I wish I had the audio. I've been looking for the audio for a while now. I can't find those those certain episodes. But I just literally asked the question. I said, hey, listen, I, I'm not saying it has to be romantic, but I just want to take you out on a date, and then we can critique each other about what the other person is doing and how it's going. And in good old – and I didn't uh, – let me clarify something that – and we've said this a million times. I don't think people ever believe it, but I've had the same rumor with happen with every female co-host. There was nothing between Gina and I ever. There was never like a spark. It was just we were, we were really close, but like there was never anything romantic between the two of us ever. Uh, so I didn't really want to. I just kind of like – vaguely left it there because I knew that would get people talking. That's like my radio brain kicked in and was like, I know that if I, if I do this, a, it gets me another dating story without having to involve somebody else. And B, I can get people to talk. Cause I know they want to come back to find out what she's going to say. Now, Gina took the, the bit perfectly. And I was so proud of her because she was like, Hmm, let me think about it. And I'm going to tell you on whatever day. Cause it pushed through to another in radio. You try to like drag stories out because it makes people come back to want to listen. Right. And she did. And then she came back and she was like, no, I just, and I forget what she said. I forget the reason of why she didn't want to. I still think the bit would have been funny if we could have, you know, uh, gone on a date and then we could have like critiqued each other, but either way it got the point out of what I needed to get out. And I know that's like a lot of people will be disappointed. Like, well, you, you lied to us. I mean, I don't lie. It wasn't a lie per se. I never said I was like romantically interested in her. Um, but it definitely, it did what it needed to do. If we are still calling and asking questions about it, then obviously it did, it did what it needed to do. All right. If you got something you want to talk about during Monday cheese may, if there's a story that you want to hear or something that you feel like should be addressed. Yeah. Then call 888 Kramer eight. That's K R A M E R eight. And now the good news. All right, at the end of the show, we do the good news. It's just the good news going on in the world, man, especially with all the crazy stuff. I'm going to try to like focus it around the, the crazier things going on, like with the all the protesting or between the, the racial issues or between the coronavirus. There's there's plenty of good things that are coming out of this, too. We're going to start in Phoenix today. Phoenix, I haven't come over you in a long time. we got a lot of Phoenix listeners, so you may know this story by now, but... Uh, through all the protests that went on, a guy named Marquette King, and that may be a huge football player, I don't know, but he's a, he used to play for the Raiders and for the Broncos. And um, what he did was he woke up the next day after the, some of the protests, and he was like, damn, I need to do something. So he literally just tweeted out. He said, I'm going to be in downtown Phoenix at tennis with gloves and trash bags cleaning up the city. All races are welcome to come clean with me. Officers should come too. Let's get to know each other, right? Simple tweet, and a bunch of people showed up. Uh, they were like, they're like 15 to 20 people showed up to help uh, just off of a, a single tweet. I know that one of them that showed up was the Arizona State quarterback. And uh, I just think that was really uh, what a cool way to use your social media platform and just, you know, get out there and do something. I'm all about peace and love. And that's what I want to that's what I want my message to be. We got to live here at the end of the day. So there's no need to um, destruct the city, man. We just down here trying to do our part 
and uh, clean up and, and just give back to the city of Phoenix. And I don't know if you saw it this weekend or not. Honestly, I didn't didn't watch it, but I've been watching clips from it now. Um, there was uh, it was CNN and Sesame Street. They teamed up for a sixty minute special called "Coming Together: Standing Up to Racism," and it was a uh, a town hall for families. Apparently, they did this uh, they did this back in April to talk about the coronavirus. And Big Bird was the co host with Van Jones from CNN, and Erica Hill was one of the reporters. And it turned out really cute. Here's just a, a little bit of it here. I thought the police were supposed to keep us safe. I thought we were supposed to call them when we needed help. Now I'm wondering, who do we call when the police are being unsafe? Well, first, you let a grown-up know what's going on so they can take action. Because we don't need police officers doing things like some that you've seen on some of the videos that have been shown recently that led to a lot of the protests that are out there taking place right now. But police officers are there to help. And if you need help, don't be afraid to call for help. But again, if you see something that's not right, or if somebody says something to you or treats you differently, don't hesitate to let a grown-up know. You can still watch the whole thing, by the way, on CNN's website if your kids are like trying to figure out what's going on. Parents, by the way, God bless you. I don't know how in the world you're explaining this to your kids. I don't know. Like for the, like the little ones, maybe you can call in on that too. I I'm just genuinely curious how you're handling all of 2020 when it comes from them being out of school. And now I don't even know if you explained to them all the racial upset and how you handle that. And just either way, just hats off to you. Cause I can't, I can't imagine. I can barely understand it myself. So having to explain it to somebody that's younger, I don't know how you do it. And I, I don't know. You tell me, you let me know. Like, seriously, I built the show for you. So you let me know like what you're vibing with and what you're not. Um, do you want to go back to made me laugh or do you want to just keep it? It made me think, uh, here at the end of the show, I just give you a little nugget to leave with. And for the past week I did made me think, and I said I was gonna do it for a week and it was, it was just stuff that like kind of opened your mind about all the racial stuff going on. But I don't know if you like made me laugh instead. So I'm going to go back to made me laugh for now. And you tell me otherwise, if you want to go back to the other stuff or we switch it up, I don't know. You tell me, you tell me I do this podcast for you. Um, Okay, I saw this on Reddit over the weekend. I thought it was so cute. So this girl whose grandfather had passed away um, a few months ago, she found this clip of him in her phone, and it was taking him to go get his very first pedicure. And <laughs> this grandfather's laugh is so funny. And I'll put the video in the show notes, obviously. But you just got this. Just tell me this doesn't make you laugh. Like if your if your like mouth does not perk up on the sides a little bit, there's something wrong with you. That's in the show notes. Uh, yeah, keep me posted. Are these too long? Are they too short? And do you want them to be uh, made me laugh or made me think at the end? DM me. That guy Kramer on Instagram. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Much appreciated. We'll come back tomorrow and we'll possibly watch a birthing video together. We have a Ask My Mom. All my certified fans, I love you so much. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I will hope you'll consider. You know, it's a, it's a $5 monthly donation for the show. Uh, become a certified fan. You get a bunch of perks. So just go to certifiedmamasboy.com and become a fan on there. And I will see you tomorrow. Love you. Hey, everyone, this is Valerie from San Diego, and I love the segment 
with Miguel taking Ambien. Can you please say more of that? I loved it. Thank you. Hi, Kramer. It's Elena from Carlsbad. Love the podcast. Love listening to your mom every day, her words of wisdom. Just love the whole vibe of the podcast. Super good vibes. Um, one idea that I had was, um, can your mom tell us a little cheese about what she thought of your ex-wife? I don't know if I'm overstepping boundaries or I think that would be a fun topic. Did she have a motherly instinct like, oh, this isn't for my son or, um, does she, you know, your ex-wife fit in right away? I feel like that would be a good subject. I can't imagine your mom ever bashing anybody or speaking bad about anybody, but just her opinion of, like, motherly instincts. Love you. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.